So I've done podcasts in the past, but for the past two years, I've done very little in terms of things I've released. And that's for a number of reasons, including censorship and including the politically correct environment, uh, if it can even be called that anymore. It's more than that because it's not just people trying to uphold certain liberal values and censoring on those grounds. It's uh, much deeper than that. It's governments and corporations working together to shape public knowledge in a very pointed way. It's their attempt to gaslight us all. That's just a term that means make us think we're crazy. Into going along with things that make no sense. And I'm in a unique position, I think, to come out of hiding, so to speak, now. I wasn't really in hiding, but I was spending a long time away from everything, disconnected from everything, and putting my focus into learning. And learning about myself, learning about the universe, learning about this planet and its forgotten and hidden history, learning about extraterrestrials, and all of these topics that I find remarkably interesting and was shocked to learn that I knew so little about. And one of the greatest findings I've made over the past two years is that, as Plato says, the greatest thing I know is that I know nothing. He said something along those lines, I'm told. And I always thought he was just, it was like a humble brag. But I understand that now. Because the breakthroughs I've had definitely involve me realizing like, holy shit, I know nothing. Like I, I thought I understood just these basic things I took for granted about reality. I took for granted that, that they may not be true. And it can be really crazy to learn things like aliens are real. And it's probably a silly term to use to call them aliens. I'm sure they don't call themselves that. And maybe they call us that if we're not from their planet. But it's really no different than people from different countries uh, calling each other aliens. But there are people out there. There are forms of life, forms of consciousness that are at our level and exceed our level. And those forms of life have existed on this planet for countless centuries, uh, hundreds of thousands of years. There's been life on Earth and in various stages, and most of it's completely forgotten. But some of it's remembered, and there's clues left behind from some of these civilizations, uh, such as these giant Sites we, we find that are built out of enormous rocks, like the Great Pyramids, etc. But I'm going to start this show, which I'm just calling Nico Show this time. It's, it's going to be sort of a continuation of the type of things I used to make, but I, I think it's going to become more refined and be better. I hope it's going to be better. But I'd like to read for you a article, I guess you'd call it, a declaration, maybe, that I posted on Substack. I just started a Substack which you could find is just substack.com slash Nico Manetti. I wrote this, I'm sure, over a year ago. I'd been sitting on it because to me, it's it's kind of like coming out right now. I'm not gay, but I believe things 
that I'm not supposed to believe, according to a lot of people. So it's like coming out and that I have this secret I've been living with, right? I, I knew I'm different. I know I, I have certain thoughts and beliefs and experiences that I just didn't want to share because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be silenced or I didn't want to be dismissed. Uh, kind of just for the same reasons that anyone keeps anything to themselves. But this is a big part of my life now. Because once you've kind of delved into this, I don't know, like a lot of things just don't seem important anymore. And trying to understand the truth about what's going on has sort of taken center stage for me. So I've passed up different opportunities I've had. I've decided to keep my focus on trying to uncover the truth and trying to understand that for myself and to share my findings with anyone who would like to listen. So without further ado, I will now read my first Substack post. It's entitled, Red Pill Anyone? After years in the rabbit hole, it's time to start sharing. Here we go. The disclosure movement is so strong, and my personal experiences are so fantastic and recurring, that the time has come for me to start sharing some amazing secrets that were hidden in plain sight. Ready? UFOs are real. Aliens exist. We can make contact. For a while, my goal was to come up with a way to prove it to the skeptics. But that was the wrong approach. That is a confrontational approach. It is not my place to try to make anyone believe anything. A lot of people have been doing that for a long time, apparently, with better evidence and arguments than I have. Most who try are instantly written off as crazy. Those who can back it up with physical evidence are debunked by experts and ostracized from society. I would prefer to be liked. I would prefer to be respected. I would prefer to be allowed to remain a member of society in good standing who could get a job and be thought upon favorably. These reasons alone are great reasons people like me who absorb thousands of videos, documentaries, books, podcasts, and any other piece of information possible to figure out what's really going on to keep their thoughts to themselves. There are so many great reasons for people like me who have experienced things like UFO sightings, channeling experiences, and shifts in consciousness not to admit it. Otherwise, I know I'll be expected to back my extraordinary claims with extraordinary evidence. Thanks, Carl. Carl Sagan, I'm referring to. Despite there being so many great reasons not to talk about the most interesting shit that happens in your life, some people still do. Some bold souls go so far as to document their experiences in books, capture photographic and video evidence, interview credible witnesses and experiencers, and track down government documents. A chief observation through my research and experiences on these forbidden topics is that the endlessly repeated claim that there is no proof of UFOs, aliens, government conspiracies, and a number of other phenomena is complete bullshit. There's an abundance of proof. We just don't want to confront it. So long as there are people on TV confidently telling us what we already expected to hear, it's not real. We accept what seems to be the more likely possibility. If the TV doesn't show us the things we're not supposed to see, or presents us an easy out for what we do see, we forget it and can go about with our routines undisturbed. 
Over time, we get desensitized to amazing stuff. We are so used to being tricked and lied to all the time, we come to think the truth is either completely relative or unknowable. Every day, there are a lot of people on TV and in the news pretending nothing is something and something is nothing. We are always being primed to fear fake threats while being primed to dismiss the fantastic. Before we cast off this lame perception of reality as predictable, well understood, under control, it doesn't matter what proof you are shown, you won't believe it because you're conditioned not to. If you do start to believe it on an unconscious level, you'll make sure you stop before someone starts talking about tinfoil hats. You have enough to deal with in life. You have work. You need money. Your time is limited. You don't want to flirt with believing silly things there's no evidence to back up. Well, according to the experts, of course. I get it. Don't feel bad. But it's time to wake up. Our species is evolving. We're being humbled by the revelation we have a very limited perception of reality. Conspiracies will be revealed and institutions will be exposed. Lies we have been told our entire life will cease to be repeated. We will be confronted with important choices as individuals and as a planetary species. The government and legacy media can no longer feign ignorance, but that does not mean that they will be honest. They will only tell us what they must and in a way that allows them control over the formation of the new narratives as these truths are revealed. In the face of wonder, excitement, and promise, the tone remains unchanged. Those who claim power over us and control the flow of digital information on Earth still generate and circulate fear and negativity. We are still inundated with information designed to keep us in a state of perpetual conflict and to fixate on illusions of separation that distract us from the beauty of the totality before us. It is surely their preference we wait for them to instruct us on how we are to process the truths about to be revealed to us and how we are supposed to respond. But I don't trust those people. I don't need those people. Frankly, I don't like those people. And I don't want them to be the ones who get to speak for me. I certainly don't want them to speak for us. So who will speak for Earth? I, as a sovereign free human of Earth, feel up to the task and am as qualified as anyone, given this is a field where there are no true experts, only students at different levels. Together we can learn with and from each other and from them. Global human civilization paradigm altering ambitions notwithstanding, it's simply my intention to put words out there that help and increase the overall positivity we exude within ourselves on and through this planet and throughout space and time. Because it matters. We each matter. And together we are creating our future. So turn off the fake news. Don't bite the next clickbait. If you're like me, at first there will be a skeptical voice in your head that instantly challenges the credibility of every person, idea, and story. 
it's natural to feel defensive, dismissive, overwhelmed, and even angry. It's normal to instantly start to worry about how others will perceive you if they find out you start to believe in something crazy, especially if your career and social life depends on it. You will likely feel anxious. The dreaded conspiracy theorist designation could be applied to you. It is in fact by design that you feel such fear if you so much as gently question the validity of widespread and heavily reinforced narratives on quietly forbidden subjects. All those anxiety-inducing experiences that urge you to remove your attention from these topics are defense mechanisms. These negative experiences are to be expected, as most of us have a lifetime of unconscious conditioning that prevents us from recognizing certain realities and pressures us into believing certain lies. If you can overcome these sensations, the truth awaits. All those negative thoughts and emotions are not who you are. We are all familiar with the need to overcome our fear of the unknown in order to make new discoveries and gain new knowledge. What's less contemplated is the fear of the known being challenged in significant ways. As Mark Twain put it, it ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for show that just ain't so. Detach from the associations that affect your perception as much as possible going into this process of rediscovery. Don't go into it expecting what you find to neatly fit within the bounds of your current beliefs and understandings about yourself and the world. There will certainly be discrepancies. Don't feel a need. To make it all fit. This is just some basic advice. Don't worry about what anyone else will think about what you think or don't think. It doesn't matter. You don't have to make any choices about what is or isn't true. You don't have to understand it. You don't even have to accept it. You don't even have to believe it. You just have to confront it. All you need to do is be open to it. Direct your attention to receiving the information as you did when you were a child. There was a time before everything you considered had to be filtered through your past experiences, pre-existing beliefs, rules, and constraints of the adults in society before you took it seriously. So soften your ego, open your heart, and let the truth reveal itself. As simple as it may sound, I believe it's ultimately through love and love alone that we can and will transcend these states of fear, pessimism, nihilism, immorality, isolation, and negativity of all shades we have been lured into accepting as the way it is. Love starts where fear ends. Does that resonate? It's a sentence I suddenly heard in a deep state of meditation last year. I'll be honest, it was after I smoked a little DMT. I felt it in my heart, too. It was warm, comforting, and electric, like a memory from before I was born. The more I delve into this realm of the unknown, earnestly seeking truth, pursuing freedom, and opening myself to any and all possibilities, the more I find myself happening upon what seemed to mirror the teachings of ancient prophets and thinkers including Jesus, for example. I am taught things I already knew, but didn't really know. 
it's not a coincidence. It's my understanding that the best path forward for our planet starts with many of us meeting who we really are for the first time, letting go of who we thought we were, and unleashing the unstoppable force of imagination and energetic potential that has been in us all along. In this new experience of existence, we will together then manifest a future that will make the past century look like the Dark Ages. This will be the story of each of us, and the story of all of us. Smile and enjoy the ride. Nico. That concludes my Substack post. I think it's a pretty good introduction to try to prepare you for the type of things I'm going to talk about. Because if you're unable to enter into these topics without the, you could say, open mind of a child, without a sense of curiosity, without a, a sense of openness to consider new information instead of simply look for an out, look for a way to discredit it, look for a flaw, look for an argument that can shield you from having to face greater truths. Like that we're not alone in this universe, that we're not here by accident, that there is a purpose to our existence, and one that we largely get to take part in shaping, I believe. I think there's wonderful opportunity right now for us to not only reinvent ourselves and reevaluate our own priorities and objectives in life, but to collectively do that together. And I think that if we make wise choices this time, we can find ourselves living in a much better world than we did before. So I welcome you to join me on this journey of discovery, this journey of questioning, this journey of discovery, discovery, discovery. That's all I'm here to do. I just want to figure out what the hell is really going on out there. Because something in me my whole life has told me that, that, it's, that what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what I'm experiencing isn't all there is. That everyone's under a sort of spell where these limited perceptions they have define the extent of the reality they experience. But I always just had this, this deep intuition that something's off here. And now that intuition has developed into a conviction that something's definitely off here. And I'm excited to be among the people who get to share this with you and who get to hopefully do something to make the world a little bit better. Because if we just lean in the right direction, if we just lean towards the positive polarization, if we have to choose a side between light and dark, we choose light. If we have to choose between love and fear, we choose love. Well, the future is going to look very beautiful for us. But if we descend back into these old states of fear and distrust and apathy and this sense of separation from one another to the point we let each other suffer and suffer alone in, in the darkness, when really we could at any point come together and right so many of these wrongs, live in harmony, live in peace, live in progress, and in doing so, equip ourselves to be the type of people that extraterrestrial people, forces, entities, will want to deal with. 
and it'll be the type of ones that we want to deal with. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy everything that's to come. Stay well, my friends.